Welcome, one and all, to another episode of Fresh New Hell, common people discussing uncommon ideas. My name is Frost with my co-host Mary, and in this episode, we're going to be discussing the documentary film Dibbit Box, The Story of Chris Chambers. So um, we'll go ahead and jump into it, as always, Mary. Um, I mean, I guess there's probably some explanation, you know, what the Dibbit Box is. Apparently, there was a challenge, and I want to say it's years ago at this point, where people were um, getting these divot boxes either off the dark web or eBay or some third party, and the divot box is a, allegedly or is a wine box. That's why a lot of them are covered in wax, but it's a vessel that contains a spirit of some sort, in, and in this case and in most cases, they claim uh, a demon entity or something is in the box. So seems like a great thing to order. Yeah, I mean Let's that. Well, that, that that's right here. Second day. Num- number one is who is the idiot that came up with this challenge? <laughs> I mean, and whether hey, or not you yeah. believe in ghosts or you believe in demons or both or whatever. I mean, why would you? And again, and there are um, there are caution, you know, things on the screen when, when you watch it. They don't recommend this. Don't do this. You know, all these things, um, which I think goes without saying. Of course, they would probably have to post it. But of course, for me, yes. That yeah. Why would you ever? welcome that into your life um voluntarily of all things but um but mary what what were your impressions so the the thing that made me extremely happy is the person that did the documentary was also a person that appeared in a a different documentary that we well as far as we know maybe yes well there yeah allegedly yeah we can jump into that so we you know we watch a documentary it was a man from the future man from 3036 which we actually did an episode on and there were very, there were a lot, not a lot, a few similarities between that documentary and this one in terms of music, in terms of font. Now, again, there might be some whole, uh, you know, underground world of, of, you know, whatever, this type of media that uses these things for whatever reason. It might but be its own genre we don't it, know about. It could be, but it's probably highly unlikely. But what we did notice in this one, or Mary actually pointed out to me, and I, I noticed it, but not as much. And then when we kind of went back recently and just looked, um, sure enough, this Chris Chambers person, whether or not that person is a real person, we went to IMDb to look. He is listed as Chris Chambers as himself. Um, but he is um, he is very, very similar, if not the same person as the Sebastian character in Man from 3036, which is the man from 3036. His name was Sebastian. So we encourage anybody to check that documentary out. That's on uh, Amazon Prime, just like this one is. And look at the similarities, and, and you tell us. Uh, you know, Feel free Judge to comment. Yeah, if you think it's the same guy. Uh, there are telltale signs. He's got a little scar on one of his eyebrows. He's got a little you know, uh, pockmark or brow. something um, Yeah, in his in his brow. So uh, uh, we're, we're, you know... Well, I felt a lot better about the future, I'll tell you. Like that really was Well, yeah, yeah, I that kept texting you. Right. Like, did you watch it? What did you think? Did you think of this? What did you think of the font? Right. And like you weren't catching it. It was killing me and I was yeah. hoping it would be super obvious, yeah. but I think for me, I was really looking for that 3036 to not be true. Like that dark blackout situation. Oh yeah, the the, the, the yeah, the, the premonitions time. of the future, exactly. the glimpses of the future. Like I wasn't no, down yeah. for that at all. You and feel I was super completely relieved out that yeah. that was 100% yeah. Like Fictional. future coming. Yeah. Well, yeah, or that, or just the fact that these guys came up with that storyline because there was a lot of stuff in there that 
was plausible. I mean, oh, relatively yeah, speaking, they, and documents. there was a lot of terminology and things, which, you know, I always used to laugh back in the day when I'd see things on uh, old movies or something and you'd see something on a wall and it would say like fire hose, you know, just be like, right. oh, that's ob- like, why would you, you know, but that's how humans are. We're all dumb. Yeah. So we need to have those Labels. things, make it as easy as possible. So with that in mind, the logic in 3036 um, holds up because mm-hmm. it is it is practical, you know, yeah. in a sense. Some of the stuff they were talking about, the care units and the robots and all this stuff, which, um, you know, and if you are into this type of media or this type of um, these types of ideas, obviously I'm sure you eat it up because you think it's kind of cool. It's like, oh, that's kind of cool, even though it's a dark future, dystopia and the end of the world and all those things. But um, but we'll, you know, save that for a, another uh, exactly. podcast. So the Dibbit Box you know, obviously, as you can imagine what happens, I pro- we probably don't need to tell you this is not a spoiler alert, of course, but of course the guy opens it. And, you know, and there are telltale things that are consistent with demons, like the rotten smells right. and temperature um, changes, temperature changes, yeah, cold spots, um, yeah, again, uh, lights coming, you know, flickering on and off, objects moving, objects falling off of walls, things that you, you've seen before. I mean, I can say that the effects... Uh, we're good. Oh no, it was well produced. Yeah. It was very entertaining. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't want to knock the the uh, production of filmmakers. It at all. Yeah. yeah. No, it was very mm-hmm. entertaining and super interesting. I think the fact that I was super tricked, like first of all, that's, like, I, I'm not going to give you big A's for effort because I'm I fall down every rabbit hole. So, right. But I was fully in. Like I was a big believer, and if I hadn't seen this one, I would have still been like 100 percent down the other rabbit hole too. Like right. that. Yeah. So for yeah. me, it made me feel better. Well, there, the, there's a, yeah, that, there's, there's a box, side. Though. Yeah. It was, it was good. I mean, they ordered off the dark web and it was funny because Mary prior to the broadcast was, you know, how do you order things off the dark web? Is and it's not, and it's, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it is, it's, it's actually used to be a lot harder. I think you had to, there were, you know, torrents and there were different things you had to get into to, to even access it nowadays. And again, let me be upfront. I've never ordered anything off the dark, dark web. I don't, don't want my IP. Boxes. Yeah. yeah. I don't want my IP associated with those things, but, um, allegedly now it's actually more, it's not as hard to get stuff off off of the dark web and it is literally what they said it is in the documentary uh, as far as i know and i i've had friends that ordered things off the dark web i'm not going to name yeah. names or tell you what they ordered but they they uh totally uh, corroborated everything that i saw on the documentary talking about drugs and you know again you know kitty po- i mean all the stuff anything all the yeah anything is, there, is probably, awful yeah. you you want uh, guns, bombs, all that stuff—it's all there, yeah. you know—and it's all run through cryptocurrency of some sort, bitcoins. So what demon have you. boxes are not out of the realm of possibility. No, I mean there's probably possessed dolls, and there's—I mean there's like all that types of witchcraft or possessed, uh, you know, items objects. or yeah, objects. Um, I'm sure, like the whole like, uh, you know, whatever um, the conjuring, the you know, the fa- the the two demonologists from there—they had a room full of all the right. all that stuff. I mean, they would probably buy all that. I mean, again, who? How can you? And there are people. Uh, apparently according to the documentary that are collectors of these things too. Like I had a friend not to you know, spin off, but he used to collect like shrunken heads. I know it's ran. Yeah. The real thing. And what's really funny about that is I remember asking him about, you know, certain websites and he's like, Oh no, those are total BS. That's not real. And I'm like, what do you mean? They're not real. He's like, he's like, there are real shrunken heads. He said, and I own real shrunken heads. He said, those are not real shrunken heads. Those are manufactured. And I'm like, well, how do you know? He's like, because it's a very small collector base and we all know each other. And a real shrunken head would be like 
twenty to forty thousand dollars, a real one, which they don't even make anymore because I don't think those Indians are around anymore to actually do them, or they just don't practice it anymore right. or something, or they don't but, sell them or whatever. Yeah, so uh, so it was just like a funny side thing, but yeah, he had a whole museum of bird skulls and all these stuff things. It's great. So, but the point is, is that there are people that do collect these things, um, but I'm sure they collect them. They have no intention of opening them like this fool did. But again, obviously, you wouldn't no have sense. a documentary. Yeah. If he, if he hadn't it. opened right. it. So, um, but yeah, like I said, the, uh, the special effects I thought were really convincing. And of course, in the very beginning, there's a, there is, um, some, some copy that tells you, uh, you know, this is real footage. It's been verified by whoever. By me. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like, okay, uh, yeah, well, but I'll go ahead. But it does like lead you down a path where you feel like it is time passing. I think it's two weeks or a month. I mean, it, something, at it least was a week or so. It was definitely some yeah. time passing where you, you got a sense when it first started filming that it was the beginning then he opens the box, then the events start happening, they show you the events happening, I mean, it kind of continues on. So you do get the sense that time is passing. And oh, yeah. It's escalating. Yeah. I mean, even if they shot it in one day or two days, good for them. Yeah, but it did, did give you job. it did give you the impression that time had passed, and it was good because they made use of, um, you know, closed-circuit TV or you know, video cameras inside his home and um, tracking night to day, and, you know, he keeps, right. you know, every... Uh, time he logs on, so to speak. He's like, I haven't slept in days. And it was convincing. He yeah. looked uh, tired. He has a um, a friend who's a woman come over at one point who has had some type of paranormal experience. And then, you know, they're asking the, the not, well, the box technically, even though the spirit was out, questions. He had a couple of, um, you know, devices that told you, you know, whatever. Sometimes picked up energy, picked up voices or any types of transmissions. And and they're asking questions and... Uh, they're getting answers. Yeah, they were getting answers. They're very hard to hear on the actual broadcast. He tries to slow them down and they have subtitles for you so you can hear them. And, you know, uh, the one with the woman, you know, again, so I yeah. guess it's a spoiler, but, you know, apparently she had had some, again, paranormal experience in her childhood and, and they asked who it was and the uh, the spirit says it was her uncle, Roger, and right. allegedly Roger was somebody who unfortunately had, you know, sexually um, abused her, abused as, her a child, as a child, yeah. and he had died uh, prior to her uh, hearing the voices after the fact, I mean, she was like 10 years old, so so that was that was really well-crafted in a yeah, sense for me. Yeah, the storyline and the backstory of it was yeah, well-crafted. because of course she, she hears the, the name, and she gets up in a hurry and rushes out, and I don't want oh, to do this anymore. She's she's like, she was play. Yeah. freaked out, and then of course, uh, I think it was in voiceover, he talks about, hey, I talked to my friend, and you know, she allowed me to go ahead and share this information. So it's pretty, you know, it's pretty convincing, of, yeah. you know, that part of it. But um, but yeah. overall, I think, you know, the the fact that we're fairly certain it's Sebastian kind of negates And unless uh, he time-traveled back farther than he had time-traveled before and made this <laughs> video about the demon box and right. then went back to the future and then came back again. Right. Well, my, my theory was that he, in the end, of course, uh, you get the impression that he was carted away to some sanitarium of some sort or whatnot. And my theory was that he... Uh, he did that, and then he came out on the other side, rehabilitated, but then thought he was a time traveler. That's right. Yes. <laughs> that was I, I that was my like theory. Your theory a little better than that was my theory. Kind of it kind of yeah. works. He could have been in there with some crazy people talking about the you know time punches. travel. Yeah, you know, he's yeah. reading books and literature and stuff, and getting his mind off the demons, and all of a sudden, like, holy cow, I am from the future, and or I know about the future. <laughs> Who That'd knows? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it would be. It would actually be a pretty uh, not an epic story, but certainly an interesting story yeah. if there was. Well, I'm curious know. to see if yeah. he's done any other documentaries because he's definitely yeah. going down some interesting rabbit holes. Yeah. I mean, regardless of the plausibility of the story and the way it's shot, right. 
it's definitely interesting. Yeah, there's they some, there's some, I mean, there's I some good concerned for a month. Yeah, yeah, there's some good stuff. I mean, again, you know, one of the questions you posed for me or posed to me before we, we, we started broadcasting was, uh, you know, was that a real challenge? And I, I can't verify it, but I oh, only assume, the yeah, the, yeah. Dib, the Dybbuk box challenge. Um, I can only imagine it is. I mean, there's a challenge for everything these days, right? It seems I mean, like a it's terrible like idea. Every if day really there's a new challenge. That, please don't. Like, yeah, please, I mean. Regardless of your beliefs, whatever right, it is, like, don't yeah. chance that one. I, I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. I would never, you know, again, you know, a ghost, you know, you can differentiate. I mean, I've, I've heard different things where people say there's no such things as ghosts. There's they only, there's only demons. Demon. Yeah, these are demons. Yeah. Um, you know, whether or not you believe in that. And it's funny because it's a really polarizing thing. I've heard friends say, yeah, right. And yeah. then, but the, but they'll, but they'll also say, I believe in the devil or God, which is ironic. Right. And then, um, I have another friend of mine, I won't name him, but, uh, I've ever bring up the, the mention of demons. And I remember a while ago I was, I was uh, writing a screenplay about demons mm-hmm. and I was researching the princes of hell and things like that. And, and it was, it was weird, you yeah. know, and, and there's a heaviness and a darkness behind it. You know, oh, yeah. Not saying like things happened, but, um, in talking to him about this project, he's just like, don't say another word. I don't want to know. I don't want that in my consciousness. I don't want that Stop anywhere. It. Yeah. He, fr- I mean, it's, he's not, he's not that guy. So it was yeah. really, I mean, really touched an nerve. And I think he's had some type of, he didn't go into it with me, some types of experience of some sort. So he's like, dude, don't even, he goes, I really recommend that you don't continue this one. Um, cause you don't even want to have that stuff in your consciousness or have it rolling around See, and in that's your head. how I sort of feel yeah. like a little bit too. Like, I, I don't think it's bad to speak about it, but I wouldn't speak right. about it every day. Right. Well, you know, you know, I, I got to be upfront with you and tell you I'm getting you a divot box for Christmas. So I'll just be denying that Amazon delivery. Can you imagine the poor Amazon kid? Amazon. Can you imagine if you got one off of Amazon? I mean, that'd be amazing. Who knows? I, I mean, mean they, I'm they, sure they, there's a link off a of Walmart site. Right. It was yeah. funny. This guy in the, in the documentary, this Chris Chambers guy was joking that people were ordering divot boxes off of eBay. And I did look on eBay just because I like eBay just to see. And yeah. sure enough, oh, there, are, there, yeah. there, there, there are numerous ones. There's lots of ones that look the same they're all you know same thing covered in wax yeah. apparently that seals seals in the demon or the ghost i love that the demon uh, is yeah. held in by wax <clears throat> yeah but then remember there were also objects in the box oh no they definitely so had it crafted with some were, sort of witchery where oh, they i'm had sure i'm sure they looked at other spells yeah there was like there were different there was a lock of hair which is always creepy there was oh, a note yeah. that's always creepy there was something else in there something Fluid. he can identify yeah. some bone or Flesh. like a bed a bean yeah. of some sort some weird So yeah, something, something disgusting, like stuff that, you know, what what I found funny was when you open the box, uh, of course, before you open the box, it's, it's wrapped in another box or in another box and it's got wrappings or something. Wrapped in a wrapped in a wrapped. Yeah. It's like a, you know, nesting doll and he opens it up. But when he got the box into, sorry, his living room. He said, oh, my God, this smells like death, basically. Right. right? Let's go then, and open it. Yeah. Then he opens it, and it's even worse, as you can imagine. Yeah. It's like opening up a probably a casket. Yeah. And then it, the box is in his living room for days. Yeah. But never ever goes back to, I mean, I assume at some point maybe the odor would probably dissipate a little bit. Although, um, according, well, according the to the documentary, yes, the demon did follow him and he did a little test with his like EVP, you know, or a frequency reader oh, thing. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. When yeah. he was like, and he'd he'd take, yeah, he moved from room to room and, room and then it would eventually start to beep like crazy. Yeah. And so this, uh, this entity was following him. Um, so, I mean, there were some elements that were really, really cool. Did uh, it clarify if it left the house with him? Was he going to work? 
They never, no, they never, you never see him really leave. I mean, I don't know if he was out of work or worked from his home or they never really went into it, but there were definitely parallels too. Now that I think about it to, um, paranormal activity, you know, particularly at the end where he's standing there in one place, just staring at that one camera on end for like, and of course they're doing a time lapse. He's standing there for like three hours or something, just staring at it. So, so there were definitely uh, some parallels there, but overall, like I said, I think it was well done, but I think we've, we've probably, you know, again, Call Feel us, better about the future. Yeah, tell us we're wrong, but I think we probably debunk this one. And that's not what our what our goal is here, by the way. We're not trying no. to debunk. We're, I'm actually a believer in a lot of things. But this one, based on the similarities with you know, Man from 3036, I'd font. have to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, get some new music. Yeah. I mean, it's probably it was like really the music and the font. Well, yeah, here, here's the thing. This And I can and I can probably speak to this a little bit because I've, you know, dabbled in filmmaking. Like you have royalty fee music or you have music that you own that you mm-hmm. paid for. So you may as well use it. You find a font that you like. And it's funny because the font is exactly the same. It's the exact same font. It's the exact same color, color scheme, which is black and yeah. white. And, and it's, yeah, the exact same, same music. music. Yeah. So it's kind of like, it, it's like you could, you know, and of course it's different producers, yeah. uh, allegedly. And you know, who, who knows, different names, who's, different, names who's know? different, you know, whatever's, but, but yes, I mean, it looked like it was cut from the same, the same editor, the same, you know, the Definitely. same, the same group of guys might be, you know, there's five filmmakers and Hey, you know, you're doing this one and you're doing this one and we're going oh, you know, to call it like a little collective company had other videos or documentaries. Yeah. I, I, I did a cursory look just on yeah. IMDb now. There were there weren't any listings for other stuff, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't look at all the crew members. But there weren't that many. It was right. like a director and producers, it's a very the small actors. Group, yeah. yeah, in, in this one, there was only two people in it. Well, like you said, I wonder if they're like from a film school or something because the production value is really good. Like the it's special good. effects were good. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, the special effects were were particularly good. There was a scene where um, he again has been complaining the whole time that he can't sleep. And at one point, they have the bed jumping up and down. Oh yeah, which was really kind of crazy. Yeah, and the and they lamp had, moving. Yeah. And, and they had the camera. He has a little handheld camera or something. He's got or a GoPro, and you know, and you see, I don't, you know, it's good stuff. I mean, yeah. again, you probably could have figured it out, or if you're great with, um, you know, again, After Effects or something, or Photoshop okay. or Premiere, you could probably brush out a hand or a, a stick or something moving it. But it was, uh, it was well done. Yeah, for sure, it was well it was done. Good. You know, so. Uh, any other closing thoughts on this one, on the uh, uh, Dibbit box, the story of Chris Chambers? Yeah, the dark web, don't open any demon boxes. <laughs> I, I think that goes without saying, but... I uh, feel but like I you, need to say but it. If we, yeah, you know, I mean, these, these, these guys did it. it. These guys did it. But again, I, I think, uh, like you, I'm not going to discount the idea that this stuff is based on factual stuff. Right. I'm thinking in this case, and in the case of 3036, that this, I mean, these have been... I mean, based on our right. our own personal research, yeah. I think we can debunk those. I mean, for good or bad. Right. I mean, again, and tell us we're wrong if you like, if you if you have some secret information. But but we encourage you or challenge you to look at the actors in both of those pieces and tell us it's not the same guy. Right. Um, thirty thirty six. He's got a mask and sunglasses on a hood uh, on purpose. Of course, they probably, give you yeah. reason. They they give you a backstory as to why, but. In this case, it's just because he's probably like their their star actor, and he's going to be in <laughs> he's every. He's, he's, he's going to yeah, he's going to be in every uh, every video. He's going to come go into the sanitarium, come out the sanitarium, and, and uh, do you know buster. alien yeah. demons or something. Awesome. You know, will be the name, the man, yeah, the demon from the future. Well, be. I want to go back and see if there's a prior one now. Like if there's one from before. What do you mean? 
Oh, another the box. Yeah, maybe there's more documentaries. Oh, I'm sure there are. Yeah. I'm sure there, there have there have to be. But yeah. if not, I mean, they got the corner of the market, and yeah, it's it. it's worth it watching. Really it's, well a, it's 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 it's, it's a fun piece if you if you're into this type of stuff, and hopefully or not hopefully you probably are if you're listening to this. For sure. Um, yeah, we, you know, it's it's worth watching, even though you know, and you can make your own you know your own conclusions from it. But these are these are our conclusions. So <laughs> there they are. So anyway, uh, well, with that being said. Um, Thank you for listening to another episode of Fresh New Hell, common people discussing uncommon ideas. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to comment, like, or not like, that's YouTube, um, subscribe, (laughs) and share. Share with your friends and family if you're enjoying this. We're enjoying doing it. We hope you enjoy listening, and we will uh, see you in the next one. Aloha.